0: Oh yeah. yeah. Hmm. Dear Sufi friends, our master, Pierre Moshit, has had has remarked in one of his published lectures Great unrest and discord now pervade the world, it comes from inharmony and ignorance of the fact that inharmony creates inharmony and that it will multiply. I think this could have been written today. That is so very much true now. When you look around in the world full of discord, in harmony, which is reflecting and spreading. But I also think that there is a particular breath of the spirit of guidance going through the world in some of this discord and in harmony. For What we see now is that in a large part of the Islamic world there's a breath of freedom blowing with such a power. By young people, helped by modern internet technology to have contact together, who don't want to be suppressed any longer. And that is an opening for the message of spiritual liberty and that points a way <laughs> to greater harmony. It is a long way, undoubtedly. We will still in these countries have to overcome a lot of discord, but at least it will come into the open and will be a beginning of a school to listen to each other, to try to create a kind of democracy where in freedom, people can discuss their preferences and their wishes. It is an opening for perhaps first discord, but then beginning to understand each other. We have a particular place meeting here now in this federation meeting. For much of this discord, is a consequence of the inharmony within so many religions that people, keeping to some outer forms, fight each other, and sometimes in a very violent way. We see it in some way in all the religions, and is one reason. Why many religions become unpopular for thinking reasonable people. They say, well, beautiful ideas, one God, and still they all fight each other. Now, here we have created, are continuing to create a federation of the different versions of universal Sufism, one message, expressing it, living it in different ways. That is a great thing in the world because some time ago it looked as though universal Sufism might go over time the same way. Excluding each other because of different forms in which we want to express that message. And I always felt the Sufi world should be able to get out of that. Islamic Sufism has been caught in it in many cases. Universal Sufism should not be. And therefore I think. What we are doing in this federation, we may still be few, it may be little known. I think it is very important for the world and the future to create a world with less inharmony in religion. But harmony and inharmony is very important for humanity in so many different respects and I think it is of interest to look at the different ways in which we can work for harmony and avoid in harmony in the world. It can be pursued in practical life, in active life and provide lessons that can bring us in a natural way to the spiritual path. To achieve or build something together in the world, in an organization or a business, we need harmony, which means good cooperation, Mutual respect and the right rhythm. That requires bridging differences in views, experiences, interests, ambitions. Hazrat in Khan has always advised us to look at everything from two points of view one's own and that of the other. I've always found that a very practical and inspiring rule, which can bring us on the path of understanding each other, sympathizing, building bridges. But here in a business or an organization, we need several points of view more points of view in the business you have the management the staff the workers the clients investors and different aspects of the environment it is the art of a real entrepreneur to create a combination where different views can be satisfied or different interests served. To bring this about, the leader must have a strong vision so that he or she can inspire while understanding different views and interests. The leader must be strongly focused on his ideal, but not rigid. Improvements and adjustments in his original plan or ideal can be necessary and desirable for a good result. Egoistic attachments, therefore, should be avoided. And we have always to be on our guard. If we are working on something, it becomes dear to us, and we can only Look at it in that particular way. We identify with that. That is the danger. That must be avoided. There must be an openness for inner light. If you become conscious of that, see how everything becomes clearer, you will also see it in others. And that creates an attitude of respect, mutual respect and will lead to an enlargement of your view. The more this develops and grows into sympathy and loving interests in all the different groups and personalities with whom you are working the better it is. Because that gives an inner happiness. Because in that sympathy with all with whom you are working, there is a unity. A unity behind all these differences. And that gives a kind of contact with the only one, the only being, God. All this, of course, will ask self-control so that we can maintain the right constructive rhythm. In the present time, that is often more difficult. We see a constant pressure around us for acting quickly, finishing with a work within a short time limit, and modern computer technologies make that possible. We can do it quickly. That is easy. It is tempting, but then inharmonious reactions can easily result and of course are harmful, attracting further in harmonies. While in the right rhythm, we can more easily keep to the right harmonious tone, seeing it as part of the music of life, finding the harmonious tone at every moment in the music of life as it plays around us. That means attuning again and again more and more constantly to that rhythm and through that rhythm to the only being. Seeing that being in every move of the music around us. But then of course, as Inad Khan warned us, there are these inharmonies. We are constantly surrounded by inharmony. And we tend to react to that, which will let the inharmony go further. So we must learn to remain master of our reactions, listening first, explaining our own point of view, patiently, if necessary, again and again, making some concession, if possible, but keeping to the main inner ideal, that inspires us. In this way, we gain an inner strength, and this will invisibly spread around us, reach around us, making the whole atmosphere more harmonious, so it is not only in our own direct surrounding. That you create that harmony, it reflects, it spreads, it is a contribution to a more harmonious uh, atmosphere in the world. Now, thinking about this, it may look very difficult, but then we must consider that every step in that direction of harmony, every victory over the ego in this battle rewards itself because of the law of reflection. The harmony we send out comes back to us sooner or later. So over time, we will find that we will be treated in a more harmonious way by others, which can be a very great help. And on the other hand, if we give in to inharmony, it may give a moment of respite to the ego. But then it will make everything on which we are working, more difficult. Then we must realize that the condition of harmony can never be reached once and for all as a permanent and unchangeable thing. Life around us changes constantly. We have to adjust to that and recreate harmony, attuning again every moment to the divine symphony. And life or the spirit of guidance can bring us new tasks with new difficulties. Our Master has warned us that when we have proved that we can bear responsibility we are often given again a new responsibility a greater task we must try to accept that and remain in harmony with more different with different perhaps more difficult project and conditions. If we accept what is given by the most merciful and compassionate one as a further teaching, then we will discover that it can bring us a step closer again to the great love Harmony and beauty of that only being, that mysterious being in which all happiness can be found and the meaning of our life can be fulfilled. Thank you.